What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to be previewing tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks and how the Bulls can take advantage of their travel schedule. We're also going to talk about Javante Green and update to his injury. The Knicks waiting to see if Zach Levine becomes available and diving into the mailbag, answering your voicemails. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first up, the Bulls face the Dallas Mavericks tonight, who lost last night against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, missed a lot of free throws. They did not arrive at their hotel room until 3.44 a.m. So definitely going to have a rest disadvantage. Also coming off a loss now. It could be said that this Chicago Bulls, I mean, uh, this Dallas Mavericks team, because they did come off a, a loss against Milwaukee, are going to be trying to, um, are, are going to be trying to, you know, bounce back and 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 maybe do some big things against the Chicago Bulls. But Jason Kidd has already said that they have a have a doubleheader, right? That they cannot overlook the Chicago Bulls. Uh, very much paying respect to that team because I I do think while I know we are very much you know questioning what the future of the Chicago Bulls team is. Kind of disappointed as well in their play. So not kind of disappointed in their play overall uh, throughout this season. The fact of the matter is, is that you can't overlook anybody in the NBA. And if you're a smart team, you don't overlook anybody. But we've seen what the Bulls have done against the better teams in the NBA. They can play better. They can. They 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 have played better. Um, they played solid defense. You know, this team is uh, the Chicago Bulls can beat anyone, but they can also be beat by anyone. And so. With this game tonight, what's some of the things that we want to see from the Chicago Bulls or we need to see from the Chicago Bulls against the Dallas Mavericks? And that is defense, point of attack defense. They have to disrupt what uh, Luka Doncic is going to try to do to them. Uh, if you can disrupt Luka, then you can really disrupt it. Or there's two there's two thoughts with this. You can either try your best to disrupt Luka, who even with that being said, you can only do so much against Luka, who's playing at an MVP level for sure, leading the league in scoring, fourth in the league in assists. Um, but you can also try to stop and disrupt everything else going around Luka Doncic. When you look at uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, the defense on him is going to be important. Not allowing Tim Hardaway Jr. to go off on you and to get hot scoring-wise as well. Going to be a big part uh, of the Chicago Bulls being able to find success. Tim Hardaway Jr., not not uh, being a world beater by any means, but he is averaging 13.1 points per game on 37% shooting. So, if you can force him to shoot ineffectively, you can almost take him from the game. But we know the Bulls have allowed players like him to really go off against him. Uh, Dwight Powell as well. You got to look between him and Christian Wood, If depending on how much they play Christian Wood, because it really does seem like for some reason um, uh, uh, Jason Kidd has kind of fallen out of love with 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 uh, Christian Wood. But he's still, even off the bench, averaging 16 uh, points per game, 7 rebounds per game, and 1.4 assists on 55% shooting is Christian Wood. He's also the type of player that you that the Bulls could allow to go off on them. We're going to have to play solid defense in their minutes. Um, Christian Wood averaging so far in this month 27 minutes per game. So he's going to be out there on the court a lot. Um, it's just, is he going to be out there in crunch time is, is kind of the question when you look at this Dallas Mavericks team and how Jason Kidd uses them. But you want to avoid allowing the role players to have big nights. Is Kimba Walker going to be playing in this game? Uh, who, who knows? But are we even worried about Kimball Walker if he does play in this game? He hasn't played in the game yet this season. Doesn't seem like he's going to be available in this one. So that kind of is what it is at that point. Um, but again, if he does play, there is another player that it does seem like the Bulls would allow to go off. Reggie Bullock, Josh Green, Maxi Kleber, right? This is a Dallas Mavericks team that is deep as well. How the Bulls depth uh, battles their depth is going to be hugely important for this game. 
But one of the things that we are getting back in this game as well is Javante Green, who did uh, was a full participant participant in practice yesterday. Probably looking pretty good that he does play today, and his energy and defense is going to be needed, whether he's in the starting lineup or back on the bench, whatever that ends up being. Javante Green, Green's contributions and energy going to be hugely important and needed for the Bulls as they face a tough Dallas Mavericks team. This is not a team you want to take lightly. We're going to need Levine to hopefully shoot better and keep up that solid defense he's been playing. Again, point of attack defense on Spencer Dinwiddie, um, and he's probably going to be put on uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at times as well. We need Zach Levine to be that two-way player that he's been at parts in this season so far. Um, also, uh, uh, we're going to need our big three to be the big three again. Not necessarily going for 77 points as they did before while my lights are off. Let's fix that. We got to get the lights on. It's not Chicago Bulls Central if the lights ain't on, baby. But with that being said, we're going to need our big three to play like a big three again. Not necessarily expecting the 77-point output that they did last game, but you at, from by the bare minimum, right? We should be expect we should be getting 60 points from our big three almost every single night. And if we can do that, and and as well as this Bulls uh, team continues to trust the other players on the team and putting them in position, it's going to be a good night for the Chicago Bulls. So hopefully we see that this team's going to have to be locked in offensively and defensively um, throughout the whole night. You cannot allow this Dallas Mavericks team to get hot. But let me know what you guys think. What are some of the keys for you guys in this game against the Mavericks tonight? Let's move into the next topic. And this came out yesterday that the Knicks are kind of quietly waiting to see if Zach Levine becomes available. We've already heard Zach Levine is not going to become available. They haven't done it, but it's just interesting that the Knicks are kind of waiting to see what that did. I do think the Knicks are kind of kicking themselves for not going all in on that Donovan Mitchell trade when you kind of look at their season, but you can't come here. We're not, we not, we not giving up Zach Levine. But, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about Zach Levine and his improved play here in a second as well. Um, lastly, before we get into the voicemails, I do want to talk about this. So it seems like the NBA world and a lot of NBA execs are waiting to see what the Raptors do with Siakam, OG Anobi, and Scotty Barnes, right? And because of that, because the Raptors are hovering around 500, they're kind of seeing if that team is going to decide to do something. Because much like with our three, when those three players are on the court, while they do suffocate defensively, there's some issues with spacing um, with that team and the, and the way that it currently is. Now I'm going to present this to you guys. And just a simple question. If Siakam, OG, or Scotty Barnes becomes available, would you be interested in bringing them? Do you think that could be some of the things that comes in, bring some defense and some shooting and some offense for this team? And depending on what, what, what we would have to give up to get it, um, again, this is kind of just a question I want to throw to you guys. I may flesh this out in, an, in its own video a little bit later on. So let me know what you guys think on that one. But that's it for me. Let's go ahead and get into these voicemails. This first one, this is from a favorite around here. This one's from Goon. Hey, hey, this Goon, a.k.a. Teresa. Um, I was just listening to you. You did. But, yeah, I agree everything you're saying. And first of all, as us Bulls fans, as us, whatever we want to call us ourselves with the Bulls, Y'all got to stop with the shenanigans, bro. Y'all got to stop that shit. After Russo, we did not get him to shoot around. We didn't get him to shoot not a goddamn ball. Did y'all see him shoot anything in L.A.? What L.A. had him for? Defense. That's what we picked him up for, defense. We all been knew Alex Russo is not a shooter. Man, if he shoot a shot and he go in, thank God, pray to God, it went in. Thank you. But we didn't get him for that. Y'all have to understand. Y'all could not be mad at Alex Russo. We did not get him to shoot a ball to one play. We didn't get him to do none of that good ball to all that shit. We got him for defense. And that have been playing like the match player. Like I told you from the beginning, I always thought it was that neat. Because when he was hurt from last season, he was still playing above himself. This season, he when he got surgery, it, he really kind of slacked off, you know. 
But now for the last three, four games that I've been seeing, I've been saying it. I always thought it was a knee. It looked like that knee. Hey, it looked like that knee feeling better. It looked like that knee feeling well. Hey, Zach Levine been doing Zach Levine. I'm telling you, the man been taking off, and I like what I've been saying about the bull. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we gotta love. This is a shit we gotta get together. Like Io, he gotta be aggressive. He don't even shoot threes, my boy. When he do shoot threes, it's great. Io got to get it together. He, my son, been messing up, but the last game he was all right. I, I, I can deal with it, but he, he just gotta step it up a little bit more. Billy Dunn, AK, they stupid. They need to stop being so motherfucking silly in their office, get y'all shit done. Y'all trying to worry about who asked y'all some kids and who, what plans y'all trying to make, but we trying to go to the playoffs. I don't know where y'all trying to go, but I know where the Bulls trying to go. If y'all ain't trying to go the next level where the Bulls trying to go to, AK and motherfucking Billy, Go, go get your pink slip. They go to motherfucking dog. Y'all don't want to get this team together. Y'all don't want to rotate right. And y'all don't want to coach right, bro. We ain't got time for that baby ass shit. We ain't got time for that salt shit. All that whining shit, bro. We trying to go somewhere. But other than that, hey, I'm with it. I feel you. The season's not over. And I wish people, all this media shit, everybody pissing me off. The boy is done. They didn't make it to the play again. Yeah, no, we're not done. we making it to the play again. We're going to the playoffs, and we're going to the second round. Maybe the third round. But guess what? The first half of the season, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, I'm glad. I kind of glad the board was messing up in the first half of the season. So the second half, we can take off, do what we got to do. Hopefully, Longo Ball will be back. Back playoffs. I don't even care if Longo Ball only come back in the second half. Longo, if he ain't here, back playoffs, I'm, hey, hey, I'm good. Longo, sit your ass down, get your mind right, get your knee right. Don't rush for nobody. I don't give a damn who it is. Don't rush yourself for nobody. All right, so Goon hits on a lot of things that I've been getting on Bulls fans about. First of all, thank you for sending in your voicemail, Teresa. I love you, Auntie. You already know what it is. You're one of my favorite members around here. But fans expecting Caruso to be all of a sudden be sudden to shoot. He's not. He's never been. He's never been a volume shooter. I don't understand what. Like I get it. When he does take shots, he does need to hit them, right? So I understand the the critique of he when he's just not hitting shots and he was taking them. But Caruso has never meant to be, never been a volume shooter on this team. It's just not what it makes him special in this league. And so I'm glad that other people are starting to realize that as well. He brings so much other things defensively. He has the highest plus minus on this team as well. And that's for a reason. That's because he takes care of all the gritty work. You need players like Caruso, some, the players that just do all the dirty work and play solid defense. And Caruso is very much that for the Chicago Bulls. Now, one of the other things Teresa hit on in this is Zach Levine's improved play. And I'm starting to play like a max level player. And by that, I mean, I know there are going to be some people that disagree and go off on this. In the last six games, Zach Levine is averaging almost 28 points per game on almost 50% shooting. And he's averaging one of his career high defensive ratings. Now, again, small sample size. We need to see that done over a lot more games. But he is starting He's starting to get more comfortable out there. To Teresa's point, the knee is starting um, to look like less of an issue. He's playing solid defense out there. And that's how I know when people don't watch basketball games, when they just automatically go in on Zach Levine as a defender. It's like, you have not watched a game this season if you're really talking about Zach Levine's defense. And even the people were like, well, um, Devin Booker went off for 50 points. Yeah, Zach Levine guarded. Devin Booker on less than 10% of his possessions that game, right? And that's uh, some issues with, with Billy Donovan. So, like, at the end of the day, it's this. Zach Levine is starting to improve, and with his improvement, hopefully that brings about more wins for the Chicago Bulls. This Bulls team looking more formidable as well. And so it's good to see him coming in. I know a lot of pessimistic Bulls fans are like, well, it's only been six games. And I can kind of understand that, right, because we do need to see this. He does have the highest contract in Chicago Bulls history. We need to see it, and he is starting to just round out and be that player that we need and expect Zach Levine to be. Let's hope that it continues from Zach Levine. Now, on the last point that she said, and this is a great point, 
Billy Donovan needing to make the tough decisions as head coach. You got that job. You got that extension. And sometimes with Billy Donovan, he does see to his stars. He does. It, it, you know, right or wrong, I'm just trying to identify that he does. Billy Donovan needs to practice some tough love. The benching of Zach Levine, that was a cool first step. What are you going to do with the other players? What do you like? You can't worry about everybody's ego. If you're going to, if you're going to nurture everybody's ego, coddle is a better word. Coddle everybody's ego. This is going to be a long ass season for the Chicago Bulls. As the head coach of this team and a team that has expectations, you have to make the tough decisions as head coach. And so when that's being, with that being said, Billy Donovan does need to do that. He needs to make those tough decisions when it comes to benching players, when it comes to moving around the rotation. I understand he's trying some things different out there. But he, we need to continue to see growth from Billy Donovan and the coaching staff as well in the game plan, things like that, for this team to be a better team overall and to not be this team that's under 500, struggling to get above 500. We need to see that those things from our head coach in Billy Donovan. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Jamal. Hey, what's up, Hayes? It's your boy Jamal back again. Another voicemail for you. Um, I'm going to try not to make this long. I knew that I had to get a voicemail in to you really quick because – uh, I'm going to my great-grandmother's funeral uh, this weekend. Um, in advance, I want to thank everyone who sent the prayers and condolences when you, you know, if you play this on your channel and everything like that. Uh, but I know that while I'm there, I won't be able to leave voicemails. I want to just get my thoughts on the game against the Wizards. Um, I, it wasn't the perfect win. It wasn't a pretty win um, and things like that, but it was a win. And that's all that matters. Uh, it, it really shows what happens, what happens when we get everyone involved in the offense instead of just relying on DeMar and Zach um, and things like that. Don't get me wrong, there were still lots of flaws. The turnovers were a lot. And I think that has to come with, when it comes to um, that style of play, passing the ball a lot and everything, just kind of means that you're going to up the turnovers a lot more. But, you know, it doesn't excuse uh, the turnovers that we did have. It is something that they're going to have to get better at as they learn to experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today just more to the system, but I did like the fact that they did go to Booch more in the paint. Thank God they did go more into, like, you know, attacking players and having Booch want to pick, and, um, not just pick and roll, but, you know, post up and everything like that. 
to uh, go at it and how that helped out with the offense. Hell, I like the fact even more is that they got uh, Patrick Williams involved and put him in the post. Like, thank you. Like, do something uh, and things like that. Um, I think it's one of those things, like I said, when you get everybody involved in the offense, it makes it a lot better uh, offense uh, to attack an opposing team and things like that. Um, I still think they like you so said on your episode, there are times when they miss Patrick, Patrick Williams in the third and fourth quarter. I, Patrick should have easily came out of there with like 16 points, in my opinion. Maybe, you know, if he knocked down his shots, but if they would have passed a little bit more. And like I said, they have to do better at getting that ball to him in that post, especially when he picks off one of the guys and has them switch and everything. He'll have that dude sealed on his back. You got to get him involved in that way or at least do a pick and pop for him. But um, that being said, it was a good game. We got the W. Uh, Io looks so comfortable coming off the bench as much as he did starting. I'm actually happy he's coming off the bench, and he's been attacking the paint, which is what I like to see. I don't want him to get scared of shooting a three, obviously, but I'm enjoying seeing him attack the paint uh, uh, and things like that and breaking down the defense. So, you know, good win as always. Go Bulls. All right. So I'm going to focus on two things that Jamal talked about here. First of all, praise up to you and your family for your grandmother, Jamal, and us here at Chicago Bulls Central. I'm speaking for the whole platform. We Our prayers and our spirits are with you as you go to your grandmother's funeral, um, brother. So that for you and your family. But let's focus on, on the two things here with the Bulls. The Bulls getting everyone involved in offense. That's what's going to make this team a difficult team to beat. That's what's going to make this team play better offensively. That's what's going to make this team like just just get better and improve overall. And yes, to your second point, the turnovers are a part of those growing pains. This has been a team that hasn't done a lot of passes, right? We don't pass a lot. And so as that happens more and as we try to get to more to being that team that averages 25 to 30 assists per game, part of this is the growing pains. Now, this can't stay this way all season. If you're going to continue to pass the ball like this, getting everyone involved, you want to see that improve by better execution as that happens. But right now, the turnovers are a part of those growing pains. And not to say that, not to excuse her to say that it's right, because it's not. We, you, you, you need to hold down the turnovers. One of the reasons why the Washington Wizards were in that game was strictly because of the turnovers. You eliminate the turnovers and the points that they got off turnovers. That's a completely different outlook of that game. And when you face better teams with better, with their full roster and with better defense, you need to avoid those turnovers. And so, as the Bulls do get to being a team that gets more people involved and keeping everyone engaged on that offensive end of the ball. The turnovers have to come down. But right now, those turnovers are part of the growing pains of this team. It just, right or wrong, it just is what it is. Let's see and hope that that continues to improve for this Bulls team. I think that it will. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. Okay, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Joe. Hey, Hayes, what's up, man? This is Joe from Chicago. Um, I was actually wondering, I'm not sure what you feel on Derrick Rose coming back to the Bulls. I think that his penetration would be crucial, and I think that he would not only help out when it comes to penetration, I think he would actually command that offense in a way that they need, and he would be that that dark horse in tight games that would take pressure off DeMar as well as Zach, um, and he would put – some of the older guys in the spots they need to when it comes to offense. And I also think that he would bring back a culture of Chicago defense, at least when it comes to telling guys where they need to be and how intense of a game that 
they need to play. Because unlike most of these guys, he's had uh, success in Chicago. Um, I feel like it's a win-win for everybody. Um, I think that the city would go crazy with the prodigal son returning. Um, and I think that, I mean, for, for ownership, I think it would bring them back a lot of revenue for a guy that would be, you know, at this point, a minimum, uh, on a minimum, like veterans minimum. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Joe, uh, I, I have a video on the members only tab on this, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I do want to just say this on it. I understand Bulls fans. Hell, I love Derrick Rose. I have so much nostalgia about the Derrick Rose era of the Chicago Bulls that I, I, I would love to see Derrick Rose back in the Bulls jersey, but it just doesn't make sense. You talk about his ability to penetrate. Derrick Rose really isn't. I, I think sometimes we have to separate what we remember Derrick Rose as being from what he currently is. He still has some of that. I'm not saying that he doesn't. But he doesn't have it. And then to say that he can really kind of dictate that offense to get players involved. Derrick Rose is never the best passer or facilitator in that way. He did facilitate in, in the fact that his scoring brought so much attention from the defense that it opened up opportunities for other people. But he's never really been the type of point guard to organize an offense. It just hasn't been Derrick Rose's game. And um, so I really don't see the fit here of Derrick Rose coming back. I know there's going to be uh, to the to the dismay of a lot of Bulls fans. And then you talk about the aspect of bringing back a lot of revenue. Now, that the business that business aspect, Derrick Rose coming back to the Chicago Bulls instantly will sell jerseys. Instantly, well, I think the Bulls have still, or they're back to selling out. So it's not necessarily more ticket sales. But it's going to bring a lot more interest from the city and everything like that. But at this point, I'm not worried about the revenue. Revenue be damned. Almost cursed. We need wins, right? We need. We don't need to be making any moves that are about anything other than getting this team wins. And as far as Derrick Rose, while I do love him, while he has improved as a three-point shooter and all those type of things, I would love to see him back in a Bulls jersey before he retires. Just as far as the basketball sense for this team, we need so many things other than what Derrick Rose brings that should be priorities first that that's how I kind of feel on that. You know, and I know not everyone's going to agree with me on that one. Let me know what you guys think about that down below. Uh, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from Michael Korn. Hey, Hayes. Michael Korn here. Uh, yeah, the struggle is real, and I'm thinking the real issue of the many issues they have, but it really comes down to game plan. Uh, Bull should be shooting 40 to 45 threes a game, making 15 to 20 as a goal. Um, there's no excuse not to attempt that in today's uh, league. Um, I still play ball, like, at the, at the park, at the Y. I'm 67 years old, and I run with my kids who are Gen Zs. And I'm playing with kids, like, 18 to 25 who effortlessly shoot from 30 feet out. It's kind of amazing. So I reject that the Bulls uh, don't have three-point shooters. For Christ's sake, these are pros. They should be making these shots. Kids can make these shots. Um, and... Again, I think it's a, the funk they're in is this attitude, oh, we just don't shoot threes, you know. Uh, they're going to stay in a rut until they change their game plan. I think it's as simple as that. And uh, it, I, I don't want to lose credibility, but I know, like, you don't think the Bulls are going to do anything major. But I have been thinking about that uh, trade to L.A., uh, Vucin Demar, uh, or Imar, as you said, um, for Westbrook and – to first later on. I'm not even thinking about the first so much. Uh, the tear it apart uh, by getting Westbrook, yeah, how good is that? But I'm thinking if all the salaries match, uh, will the Bulls have cap space to potentially sign 
Jokic, the Joker. Uh, I believe he's uh, a free agent at the end of this season. I could be wrong about that. Again, I know it's a crazy trade, but not looking so much for future draft picks uh, and not uh, looking to have Russell Westbrook uh, on my team. Actually, I do like uh, Westbrook, but uh, just to get uh, potential cap space, even though it's risky, but getting uh, potential cap space to really improve this team next year. Uh, to have a, a real center who's uh, all-star caliber. So anyway, hey, please let me know what you think. Love the show. Go Bulls. Thanks, Hayes, for coming out and being able to stand up there and break down the games when it's uh, when the team is playing so miserably. Anyway, hope you're doing well. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Michael Corner. first I just want to say this. You said go after Jokic. Jokic actually signed a Supermax contract. He is actually signed from the 2027 to the 20, uh, 2027-28 season. So he's not going to be a free agent anytime soon. So we, we And we'll talk about how the Bulls can open up some cap space sooner rather than later with the NBA contract that's coming down. But I want to focus this on, on the, your point of the Bulls shooting more threes, the need to shoot more threes. Here's my thought on this, right? I, when you have such a high-volume shooter and usage rate as DeMar DeRozan, who doesn't shoot very many threes, it's going to be hard for the Bulls to get to that area. I think you said shooting 40 or so threes. I think it's going to be hard for them to do just because so much goes through um, DeMar DeRozan, and he's just not a three-point shooter. He isn't. He hits some open three-pointers, but he's just not going to take a lot of three-point shots. And I think when you look at that, that that's a big part of it. Also, we're missing Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is going to bring a lot of threes whenever he comes back as well. Vooch, I think, shoots a little bit too many threes. But, I mean, with the modern-day NBA, you do have to either do a couple of things efficiently. You have to be able to spread the ball around. You have to be able to play solid defense. You have to have some solid post play and post defense, and you have to be able to shoot threes at, if not a high volume, because, for example, the Memphis Grizzlies, I think they're if they're not the number one team in the West, they're very close to it. They don't shoot a lot of threes either, but they're effective offense because they do hit those corner threes. They hit their threes at a decent percentage. So I think that, you know, it's, it's a combination of everything. I don't think it's as simple as just saying, let's take more threes uh, with this team. Like I said, when you look at the, Personnel matters. It's it's hard to say shoot more threes when you don't have a lot of three point shooters. We just talked about Caruso, who's a starting point guard right now. hasn't been a volume. He's not a volume shooter at all, much less a volume three point shooter. Um, he has had seasons where he has shot the ball forty percent from three, but he wasn't taking a lot of them. Um, I, uh, uh, Sumu, not really a volume three point shooter yet. He can hit some open threes, not a volume one. Patrick Williams, fifty almost forty four percent three point shooter this season. I think that's risen some but doesn't take a lot of shots overall as well. So we do need to work more shots into those players, and I do think this is getting towards that 40 mark may be a little bit difficult, um, but I do think we need to be a more efficient uh, three-point shooting team, and some of that's going to come by Zach Levine steady improving and things like that as well. Uh, but that's kind of my thoughts there. Now, as far as the free agency money, let's not forget there's a couple of things going on here. New CBA, which may bring a hard cap, which it seems is the, is the sticking point between the Players Association and NBA ownership is that the owners want a hard cap and they're, they're car calling it a, a upper spending limit or something. But for all intents and purposes, it's a hard cap, meaning that the luxury tax is going to go away, meaning that the ability to spend over and go over, it's going to stop. Now, they may make what the luxury tax number is now the hard cap so you can still spend a lot of money, but be on the lookout for that. And, and, it, and that could help the Chicago Bulls in the sense that Jerry Reinsdorf is not wanting to pay the luxury tax. But he's never hesitated at us spending over the cap. I think sometimes people forget those are two different things. We are over the cap spending team. But if, if it's made to be a hard cap, meaning you just can't spend over this limit, 
I think that's going to open the door for AK and Eversley to spend more money because you're not being penalized. What is it like? One and a half times the contract? And then if you're a long-term, if you go over for uh, several seasons in a row, it becomes two times a, a, a luxury tax. So that could help the Chicago Bulls spend more money by, by initiating that hard cap. But then when you look at it as well, there's a new TV contract coming in the 2024-25 season that is expected to be over a $1 billion deal. Anytime there's a new TV deal signed, the salary cap rises exponentially. So look at those two things on top of the Bulls. Dude, like I said before, if the Bulls don't re-sign Vooch, don't re-sign Kobe, wait, delay the IO, the sumo signing, they can have $15 million in true cap space on top of that. So the Bulls will have some room if they get to that point. But look at these things down the road, and I believe AK and Eversley are also looking, when you look at the way they're structuring contracts and things like this, I think they're also kind of looking at that 2024-25 mark. If a hard cap and a new contract comes at the around the same time, that'll be one season after each other. Be on the lookout. The Bulls could have some considerable spending power, more than what they've had in a lot of years. So be on the lookout for that. That's it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Um, and yeah, because of you guys and like I liked in everything on Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red and peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.